Okay, I have tried to record this podcast so many times now, but I am just going to do it. I'm going to do it all in one take, and if it sounds bad or incoherent, I'm sorry. I just need to talk about this because I've been thinking about it for a couple of months, and yeah, I got to do it. Okay, so internalized misogyny, why I'm here. Um, I was I, I am part of a gamer group on Facebook. And on this gamer group, I saw a post about how some people are saying that women who stream in low-cut tops or in sexy outfits are not real gamers because they are just trying to get attention by showing off their bodies while playing a game. And this really bothered me because uh, I didn't realize that that even women who are trying to push for more female gamers are also of this thinking that, you know, she's not a real gamer because she's just using the game and her body to try and get viewers. Um, And it just showed me how much internalized misogyny really is still prevalent in the Philippines, or really, it's just there. And after that, I started seeing more examples every day. It's kind of like it turns an on switch when I saw people started talking about it and I started to notice it more in everyday life. And it made me think about my past as someone who grew up with internalized misogyny and who would also practice these these thoughts and ideologies on other people when I really shouldn't have. So let's go back to what these women were wearing. They were comfortable in their own bodies, which is very rare for a woman. in the Philippines to be very comfortable with how they look and how they feel about what they're wearing. And they were being told that they can't wear it. Why? Because they're not real gamers. So what is a real gamer? Someone who plays games, right? They were just uncomfortable that these women wanted to be sexual or like sex, I don't know. They just wanted to look nice. They just wanted to be sexy. They just they were just feeling themselves. And is it so wrong if that's a way that they want to get more viewers? I mean, we all have to have some sort of gimmick, right? Well, we could have we have like um what do you call them? VTubers who like having like little anime characters as their personas. That's not a problem, right? And if you don't like it, why can't you just look away? And it just brings me back to um, what other female streamers were saying in the comments. Like, um, they don't like that women are representing the female gaming community that way because um, now all men expect us to look that way or dress that way. Um, the, the problem I have with this is that they aren't blaming the man who makes them feel uncomfortable or is pressuring them to look a certain way, they're blaming another woman who is just dressing the way she wants to dress or just showing off what she is proud of. And that's a lot of where internalized misogyny lies. It tries to make a woman feel that she is not adequate enough and make her blame herself or make her blame other women for how she feels instead of the patriarchy which is making her live up to a certain standard. So for example, the cool girl phenomenon. Um, I, I first learned about this in the book Gone Girl where I forgot, I forget the names of the characters but the main character, the woman, 
was so pressured to be the cool girl so that her husband would fall in love with her and all of those things. But she just got so tired of being the cool girl because the cool girl is just an idealized vision of what men want. A man wants a girl who can scarf down three hot dogs. Yeah, that's a real woman. But can also look super sexy and can wear like beautiful outfits. You want, and then the problem also is that a real girl or a cool girl or a real woman changes from man to man. Because of course, men have preferences. That's not, a, that's not something that is wrong. But using the term that that is what a real girl is or a real woman is damaging to women because they try to live up to a certain standard that is extremely unattainable. So for example, going back to Gone Girl, that woman got so tired of having to pretend that she enjoyed, I think it was watching baseball was her example, eating hot dogs, but having to work out like crazy to make sure she still fit in her jeans so that her husband would still be attracted to her. She got tired. Imagine having to be like someone that you are completely not. Someone who likes something someone who likes something totally off tangent but trying to pretend or force yourself to like something because the cool girl standard said so trying to be modest and conservative but at the same time when your husband calls for it you have to be extremely sexual because that is what he wants it's tiring to try to put on so many personas just for one person or for society. Of course, you just want to be who you want to be. You want to dress how you want to dress. You want to wear shorts in 40 degrees Celsius weather. But you're not allowed to be the person you are because it doesn't fit that standard. And then suddenly, if naturally you like these standards, you fall into the cool girl category. You try to put yourself against other women because you're like, I'm not like other women. I do these things. When it shouldn't be that way. We're all different women. We all like different things. We don't have to be something better than the other. We can all lift each other up. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go off tangent now and I'm gonna talk about physical beauty standards cause I have to get all of this out. Okay, physical beauty standards. Along, this goes along with the cool girl phenomenon. Um, a woman, you know, like some guys say like a real woman, looks like this she has this 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 she looks a certain way she is beautiful without makeup i actually prefer her without makeup um she doesn't have to wear sexy clothes but i like it when she wears sexy clothes only for me um these kinds of these kinds of words and this kind of thinking is extremely harmful to a lot of women young women older women um, because let's say they hear that a real woman or whatever the beauty standard of, is of the time, let's say it's big boobs and big butt. Big boobs and big butt is not attainable for a lot of women. It is something that you are either born with or you get from plastic surgery. Uh, sometimes you can grow your butt through squats, but it doesn't happen all the time. If your body isn't built that way, it won't happen. But they are women are made to feel ashamed because they didn't fit that standard. They don't have that kind of body, 
So now they are not going to be accepted by the population or the men as someone who is beautiful. When that's not true. They're, I'm sure that woman is extremely beautiful. It's just they just don't fit the standard for that time. I don't think there is something like that for men. They are expected to be muscular, but not necessarily. Um, they can be if they want to be, but it's not something that is pushed on them. Like with women, they have to be thin. They have to be not thin, thin. Like, see, there. They, they, you can't be too thin. You can't be too fat. If you're too thin, you need to eat. If you're too fat, you need to lose weight. If you're in that nice in-between zone, there's still something wrong. Uh, it could be your nose, could be your eyes, it could be that you need bigger boobs, bigger butt. It's always there's something wrong. And, you know, a lot of men are like, well, that's their fault for thinking that way. When it's really not. The patriarchy has set that a woman has to be the ideal for the man so that she can, you know, he can always be in love with her and she can always be that ideal that he wants. After a woman gives birth, if she's still fat, that's not accepted generally. You have to lose the weight. I mean, the baby's gone. Why haven't you lost the weight? And a lot of guys, they don't realize this. They don't realize that this kind of thinking exists. They don't realize that they are pushing these ideologies by, you know, saying, saying certain things like, oh, I just love you without makeup. I think you're amazing without makeup. Can you imagine saying that to a woman who loves to wear makeup? It's not that they don't feel beautiful without the makeup. They just like the artistry and they have they think it's wonderful for them. They think that's how they release their creativity. And then having a man say, no, 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 a real woman should look beautiful without the makeup. So let's go on to like a woman who doesn't look beautiful without makeup, you know? They're, it's not something that is just easy, like they roll out of bed and they're just beautiful. Do you know how long it takes to look naturally beautiful? You have to do so much skincare just to maintain it. And then when you grow older, you know those women who you say, oh, she aged so beautifully. She did a lot of work to attain that. She put on a lot of sunscreen and she put on a lot of skincare. She probably went to the dermatologist regularly to make sure that everything was, you know, done properly. And, you know, with people saying, oh, you're so naturally beautiful. You're wonderful. I love you. This is what a real woman is. You're making everyone else who doesn't have the time to do like a seven-step skincare routine or doesn't have the money to go to a dermatologist, you're making them all feel bad that they can't look that way. There's also that stigma that women take so long in the bathroom. What are they doing? Blah, blah, blah. We're taking our time because we are supposed to fit. You know, we're, we're told that we have to do all of these things to fit into a standard of a woman. We have to have hair that is perfect. We have to shave a lot of body parts. <laughs> we have to make sure that we don't have pimples or that we don't have wrinkles or all of those things. And I'm not saying it's wrong to want to do those things or take your time, but you shouldn't be, have to be judged for wanting to do that or automatically be like, 
no, she's taking her time because she's a woman. You know how women are, you know? Men aren't given that same standard where if they don't age, if they, you know, if, if they look their age, it's fine. If they look a little older than their age, it's fine. But if a woman doesn't look her age or doesn't look younger than her age, you are called, you are not aging gracefully. It's, it's just, I'm tired of having, of having women become so depressed because of something that is out of their control. They can't control how they look or how they were born. It's just, they want to live their lives and they want to be recognized for something other than how they look. They want to be recognized for something they're good at or for something they're striving for. And all men can focus on sometimes, or some men can focus on, is how they look. It's just, okay, an example, Lizzo. Lizzo is super confident in how she looks and everything, but she still gets all of those nasty comments because she's overweight. Um, she tries to show off her body because and it's, it doesn't look nice. And a lot of the thinking when guys are trying to be like, no, 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 I'm not fat shaming or I'm not misogynistic. It's just she's unhealthy. If you read like stuff that she's saying, she works out all the time. She eats healthy. She is fine according to her doctors. doctors. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people are like, no, no, that's, that's not what it looks like. I have an idea of what a healthy girl looks like, and that's not it. And that, my friends, is internalized misogyny. <sighs> my throat is getting so dry because I am like raising my voice talking about this. I'm so pissed off whenever I think about this topic because I'm a feminist. I like to call myself a feminist, and I believe I'm a feminist. A lot of people, especially in the Philippines, don't like to align with the feminist ideologies because they think becoming a feminist means, oh, that means that you're pro-abortion. That means that you won't allow people to shave their armpits or they want, they want to be girly. I just want to be girly. I don't want to have to be a tomboy. I don't, I'm not a lesbian, you know, all of these whack-ass things because, um, they're trying to make people believe that feminism is evil. When in fact, feminism is just fighting for women to be able to make their own choices for themselves. I, I always go back to men. Men don't feel pressure to get their nose done because it's not sharp enough. Men don't feel the pressure have to cook or clean. <laughs> Men don't feel the pressure to have to lower their sex drive because they want to have sex, but they're afraid of getting pregnant and they can't have premarital sex because they will be ruined forever if they have sex before marriage for their husband. Men are allowed to have dirty thoughts and even joke about them. I think really my only point is what feminism is, is that we should be able to hold men and women to the same standard. Men are not, be, are not controlled. Men are not told what to do and what to wear. Men can freely go out at night 
and not worry about how they're going to come home in the morning because the guy that might drop them off might accidentally, accidentally rape them or something like that. I mean, at a young age, women are taught that they have to be, they have to be careful around boys. But boys aren't taught that. They're taught that, you know, yeah, you're macho if you have a girlfriend. And it's funny if, like, a little boy has, like, a little girlfriend, but it's not funny if the girl has a boyfriend. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, It's suddenly, like, no, 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 no. You will not, you as a girl cannot date until you are 21. But the guy, date whoever you want. You can have as many girlfriends as you want. You don't have to worry about it. And I understand the stigma somehow is like, well, because then they're going to learn about sex and get pregnant. But then you can teach your daughter about sex and birth control. You can also teach your son about birth control. But this isn't something that's done. It's not something that's very popular, especially in the Philippines, because we're not supposed to be talking about sex, even though we know everyone is having sex at a certain age. <laughs> they learn about it. And if you want to make sure that they aren't having sex or aren't tempted to have sex, hold men and women to the same standard. Don't make it the woman's fault that she tempted the guy into having sex. Because more often than not, the woman didn't even know she was tempting the guy. There was one time I was sitting in an airport and I was wearing like a mini skirt because we were going to the beach. And there was a man who I realized was staring at my leg for maybe like 30 minutes. And mind you, I was 16 or 17 at this time. And I felt like it was my fault. I felt ashamed because I had let my leg be exposed to that man. And if he had impure thoughts, it was my fault. It was my fault that I was uncomfortable because of this man's gaze on my, on my thigh. And to a lot of guys, it's like, well... He probably couldn't help himself. He was looking at your thigh. But, I mean, you can help yourself. <laughs> you're a human being. You're not a dog. You can control your thoughts. You can control what you do. You can look away from things. You can move and go away if it was making you uncomfortable. And there's always that argument, well, boys will be boys, you know, whatever. Girls have sexual thoughts, too. Um, I can guarantee that probably by 16, girls have had more sexual thoughts than you'd like to think. They know more than you think. But they are made to feel ashamed of these thoughts. And they are made to control all of their impulses if they have thoughts like this. While men are just taught, you know, if you feel it, it's fine. It's just a guy thing. You can just like wank one out, whatever. We just look the other way because... You know, we're going to pretend it doesn't happen because, you know, you're not supposed to be masturbating, but whatever. So if men and women were held to the same standard where if a woman is made to feel ashamed, then the guy should feel ashamed as well for thinking those things, right? The opposite can also be true. If the girl thinks those things and she starts to feel things, she shouldn't be made to feel ashamed about it. Maybe she'll just say it's you should just say it's normal. You shouldn't really act on it, but if you do, we'll look the other way. I'm not trying to tell you how to raise your kids, you know? I'm just saying, I wish that we would hold everyone of any gender 
to the same standard instead of putting up all of these rules about why you can only do this as a man, why you can only do this as a woman. I mean, of course, biological stuff, not there. Like, you know, of course, a guy can't have a period. But like, oh, speaking of periods, can we just stop saying like, Baka tang sungit mo, meron ka ba? <laughs> I hate that so much. It's like, why can't I just have a bad day? What would you say if a guy had a bad day? Like, you'd ask him what's wrong, right? You wouldn't say, bakit? May something ba? Are you having an emotional time? You can ask a woman. And then if she says and confirms, I just have my period. Okay. But not everything is controlled by her period, you know? Uh, I just had to get that out there because that one is something that pisses me off so much. <sighs> okay. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I think I should end this. But um, if you like this kind of rant style, Rant? Rant. Rant style podcast. Um, let me know. I kind of enjoy doing it. My throat is really dry and I need to get some water. But I like, I do this a lot with RJ. And he's a saint for listening to these kinds of things. But I do like to ramble on about things that make me really passionate and things that really anger me. And I think it's good for me to get them out. And I'm not going to talk about everything because some of the things I talk about in my head and to RJ are controversial. But... I felt like this one, since I'm starting to see it more in my everyday life, I think it needed to be talked about. So uh, let me know if you want me to talk about more of these things, more about misogyny, or if you want RJ to hop on to the podcast as well to talk about misogyny. Um, leave it in the comments on our Facebook page, or that's Parental Control Geeks on Facebook. And I hope to see you guys in the next podcast. Bye! Yes, I'm not going to go through this again because... I'm probably going to delete it, so I'm not going to edit it. I'm just going to upload it as is. So, sorry if the audio is bad. Bye!